So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I'm so glad you're here. This is Robin Wong, and this is episode 106. I hope you're having a great day today. And I'm popping in and talking about um, carbohydrates and why they're so villainized. And this is top of mind for me because in my Facebook group, I just hear over and over again from, um, you know, people uh, talking about being on low carb and then all this chatter starts happening about, and because everybody wants the same thing, they want to lower blood sugars and they want to lose weight. Okay. And so when someone says, oh, I've lost weight, then everybody's like, oh, how are you doing it? How are you? And then I hear, I, I see low carb. I'm like, ah, God, not again. And, you know, um, it, it really it really frustrates me because, yeah, they're having some success possibly with, um, you know, uh, losing some weight, which will help them lower their blood sugars. But it's really not sustainable, nor is it really healthy. So um, this confusion about carbs continues. And I think it's intentional because um, it's it allows these uh, low carb, high fat diets to really succeed. So in in letting people have this confusion about carbohydrates, it, where do they turn? They need to eat something, and they really and people really like eating meat and dairy and eggs. It's what's it's really the the basis of the standard American diet. So, you know, um, these low carb, high fat diets keep that confusion going. Okay, and so I just think that you know, really, the question should be processed versus unprocessed processed when it comes to carbohydrates. Because if you think about it, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, all right. I'm sorry, not legumes, but there's some proteins, but are are um, different than eating donuts, candy, um, white rice, and other processed foods. Okay. So really it's it's like these whole foods versus these processed foods. That that's what you should be focusing on. They're all carbohydrates. Okay. And so, you know, just know that that's that's where the confusion comes in. So when people are a and I think one of our biggest issues in um, the standard American diet is we eat a lot of processed foods. People like them. They're easy. They open a package and there's a lot of snack foods. Okay. And so it's like if you're, you know, if you're instead of reaching for um, chips, you should be reaching for an apple 
they're both carbohydrates. One brings fiber and water and nutrients, the apple. The other brings empty calories, lots of fat, zero fiber, and um, but they're both carbohydrates. You see, you, you see the difference? And yet people don't reach for the apple. They reach for the chips. Okay. So when you're and then you get to get simple, simplified down into avoiding carbs. They're all carbs. And so it just, uh, it, it makes me a little nutty because I'm like, ah, why are they all lumped together? Okay. So maybe the distinction really should be, like I said, processed versus unprocessed. Okay. So um, I want you to think about that a little bit. You know, carbohydrate historically comes from when evolutionary hundreds of millions of years ago, plants were able to take sun energy with carbon dioxide and water and, and basically turn it into this carbohydrate that they could then store. And then um, the world changed because this um, process allowed other organisms to flourish by then eating that stored energy carbohydrates and then doing their things. So, you know, the, the human body, we, can't make food from the sun, right? So we don't can't photosynthesize like that. So we have to consume it. And yet we know our brain and our red blood cells, really they're preferred, you know, they only run off of, um, in a normal functioning body, they only run off a of carbohydrate, okay? And off a of glucose, a broken down form of carbohydrate, which is glucose. And that's what you see, that's what you hear about building up as a when you have type 2 diabetes in your bloodstream. So people automatically think I have to limit carbs, but it's not actually really what the deal is. What you have what's happening for people with type 2 diabetes is the insulin resistance. So you have to really look at the root cause. And you know, so so they avoid carbs. I understand why they do it, and they go to the you know more um protein heavy foods and the fatty foods because those don't automatically get broken down into your you know into glucose so it's this confusion that happens yet i think it's intentional to keep the confusion going to keep these um high fat low carb diets um you know in the forefront of people's minds so just know that um carbohydrates are needed they're needed for your brain. They're need, you know, because it, it's the preferred source. And then it's also used um, in it's stored in the form of glycogen for your muscles and in your liver to get to let your body get that energy when it needs it. You know, it allows us to call on our um, that stored energy in those muscles to sprint and do various activities. Okay, so it's really necessary to have carbohydrates. Um, so. When you talk about eliminate carbs from your diet and you put um, your body into the state of ketosis, which is a big word you find in um, uh, the keto world, um, you know, you're really for you are forcing your body to burn fat and to make these ketones for energy. And and your body, your brain will run off of that and because it's a survival mechanism when you're in starvation, right? And so it, and it does lead to short-term weight loss. And I think that's why people gravitate toward it, toward it. But keeping your body in ketosis is not really sustainable, nor is it healthful, okay? And it rarely leads to long-term weight loss, okay? Um, you know, and it's just the high-protein, 
um, high fat diets are truly associated with more health problems um, and, and obesity. Okay. And you're really depriving, depriving your body of all of the fiber and antioxidants and things that come with um, whole foods. So, I mean, I've talked about this before. Um, so, you know, out of this came these, you know, uh, Atkins diet is probably the first big one that promoted uh, this, this way of eating. And, um, and, you know, it almost promoted gluttony in the sense that people could eat as much as they want of these foods they loved, right? I mean, fatty foods, bacon and meat and cheese, all these things. And, um, you know, people loved it because they like having good news about their bad habits, really, you know? So, uh, they're like, oh, I can lose weight and still eat all this stuff. But they never gave a thought about what it was really doing to their um, their body uh, health-wise. So people's striving so much to because they just want to lose weight. And I get it. So that those diets really play into that desire for people to lose weight at any cost. And, um, you know, I think that the Harvard's um, Department of Nutrition actually deemed the Atkins diet unbalanced and unsound, yet it still, you know, is going strong. And it may not be the Atkins diet, but there's spinoffs, right? Um, because there's money to be made. There's products to be sold. And people want to keep eating that way. All right. And so you have like the spinoffs, like the zone diet or the protein power diet or blood type diet, South Beach diet. And they're all packaged. The paleo diet is the most probably the most recent one. And they're all packaged slightly different with different claims. I think South Beach, but South Beach is like, oh, balance your hormones. So who's it targeting then? It's targeting women because, um, you know, our weight goes up and down with, you know, through our lifespan because we are children. And so, um, you know, I think some of these diets definitely target women more than men. I think the paleo might be targeting men a little bit more because, um, but I don't really follow them that closely. So um, just know that the low carb, in my opinion, the low carb, high fat diet is not a good strategy for sustainable or healthy weight management. Okay. Um, I think, you know, if you look at the kind of how your body works, it's, it's metabolically easier for our bodies to use carbs for energy and to store fat as fat. Okay. And so it's, there's a saying, the fat you eat, the fat you wear It's because your body just can store it because, you know, evolutionarily, you know, you want to have a little extra fat in case you don't have food, right? It keeps our, our species alive. And so it easily gets stored as fat for those times when you don't have um, food available to you. Um, and so can you gain weight eating carbs? Yes. If you eat too many calories, even in the carbohydrate sense, um, they will be stored as fat. But, you know, to store um, carbohydrate as fat, it's, it takes 28% more energy to do that, to convert it to fat, whereas fat gets readily stored as fat. Okay. Um, and the thing is, it's really, if you're eating whole um unprocessed carbohydrates, it's really hard to eat, overeat foods with a lot of fiber in it. It just is. It just, it's hard to eat too many calories. 
And then that's not necessarily true when you're eating the processed foods because there's no fiber in a lot of those. Okay. So just keep that in mind. So if you look at cultures in general, like the blue zones, I'm a huge fan of the blue zones, uh, Dan Buettner. And if you look at the cultures that are the healthiest cultures in the world, they eat a lot of um, whole foods, plant-based, uh, it's, it's kind of whole foods, plant-based diet. They eat a lot of, um, you know, fruits and vegetables and legumes. And so they might eat some meat, but it's in a way smaller quantity, um, you know, than, than we do in the, in the American, uh, standard American diet. So um, a little bit of science here. I'm going to throw it out there because I just love this stuff. I'm kind of a nerd about that stuff. Um, you know, low-carb diets, which means they're, you have to eat something. So it means they're usually high-fat, high-protein diets, right? have been found to be 50% more likely to contribute to cardiovascular disease and 51% more likely, um, and this is for people to um, die from these, you know, these illnesses, 50% uh, 50, 50 um, from cardiovascular um, disease and then 51% more likely to die from cerebral vascular disease, which is stroke, okay? And why is that? Well, because the high fat, you know, when you eat those foods, you're not only bringing saturated fats and, and cholesterol that clog your arteries. Um, you know, you're, uh, you know, that's what, that's why, because those, you know, those, those illnesses are vascular diseases. Okay. And what's vascular is your blood, blood, um, stream. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Kim Williams, he's a really interesting guy. You should, if you get a chance, I would encourage you to kind of Google him and watch some of his, his lectures. He was the former president of American College of Cardiology. So he's a cardiologist. And I, I love his saying where he said, there's two types of cardiologists. There's those who are vegan and there's those are those who have not read the evidence. Okay. So basically saying that, you know, um, eating a vegan plant or plant-based diet is definitely better for your, your cardio or your, um, your health in that sense from a cardiovascular way of looking at it. Um, and there's also a lot of science that shows a low carb diet also uh, makes you more likely 35% more likely to die of cancer. So uh, there's just nothing good to say about it. In my opinion, <laughs> eating low carb. Okay. Just not. Because what are you eating if you're not eating carbohydrates? You're eating um, animal products, okay? And so uh, the takeaways, let me just give sum it up for you. It's, it's, you know, it's really important to eat a varied and, and, you know, and large amounts of whole foods, plant-based diet every day. I mean, eat a rainbow of foods, you know, mix it up. And it, that's really hard to do if you're eating high quantities of animal products because there's only so much you can eat and you get full. And so, you know, really look at your plate and see how is it balanced? Are you eating a lot more animal products? Or are you eating a lot more um, unprocessed uh, plant products? Okay. And then just shift that you know, flip it. If you're eating more animal products and you don't want to get rid of them, okay, just change the ratio, okay? Um, and also just know that refined and processed foods, including processed carbs, um, should be avoided. They really should, but don't replace them with animal products like the meat, the dairy, and the eggs, all right? And, um, you know, when you replace foods that 
actually promote health, like fruits, veggies, legumes, whole grains, potatoes. Yes, with type 2 diabetes, you can eat, even eat potatoes. Just don't put the oil and the, you know, the, the animal products on top, the sour cream, the, the bacon bits, the, the, um, the butter. Okay. Eat the actual potato. And yes, you can make it taste good. You can put pepper on it. You can put salsa on it. You can put, you know, other things to make it taste good. Um, and you can eat sweet potatoes. There's whole cultures that have thrived eating potatoes. So I, I hope this helps. I, I just want to dispel the myth and that carbs are bad. Okay. And it's really this lumps just because I don't know if people just, it's easy to say, or they pick up these little tidbits of, about carbs is understanding what carbs are. Okay. And carbohydrates, um, you know, it's um, carbon water, you know, and so it's, it's really not carbohydrate. It's the process versus the unprocessed that I think you have to start looking at. And so um, avoid the processed. It's as simple as that. Eat more whole foods and um, it'll fill you up. It'll bring fiber It'll bring you um, antioxidants. It will bring you phytonutrients. It will um, minerals and vitamins, all these things. And fiber is huge when you have type 2 diabetes, okay? And so it's not that you need to be avoiding that. And, and not only that is you have to really be looking at what you're substituting because if you're eating a lot of animal products, you know, as you know, uh, diabetes, type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease um, are, are really linked. So those animal products aren't protecting you. Keto does not protect you from heart disease. Okay, low carb diets do not protect you from heart disease. And so you need to really look at that. You want to be eating for um, health overall, not just for one symptom of high blood sugar. So I hope this helps. I hope this, I hope you'll stop villainizing carbs. That's my goal. Okay. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.